0: Hello and welcome to Akeem's Dream Show. Today, we have a very special guest, one of my main men for a long time. He is a very, very smart guy, one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He's a polymath, which means that he's got a lot of expertise in a wide range of subjects. And I've always been interested to talk to him because he'll talk about anything from DC and Batman to cars to business and investing. This guy goes across the board. He's one of the most knowledgeable guys I know. He is the founder of Transel Mortars, TSM, a real estate investor, and a Dallas Cowboys fan. Please help me welcome Yusuf Hussein to the podcast.
1: Hey, Akeem, how's it
0: going? Hey, not too bad, man, not too bad. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy what's going on in the world. And with all these things happening, it's interesting to know there's somebody else out there who's interested in more than one thing uh, and can talk about a wide variety of subjects like
1: you. Yeah. I try to, like, stay most knowledgeable and just try to, like, learn every kind of field. But most of the time, it's just, like, trying to keep the mind, like, fresh and moving. Absolutely, man. No, it's, uh, yeah, you've been very impressive
0: as far as uh just keeping your mind up. Have you always been that way, like, just being interested in a lot of stuff?
1: I've been like that, too, as a kid. Like, most, like, like most of the time, other kids will like like other simple stuff. I would like to think, like, more grand things because... Ever since, ever since I, I was young, I was always asking questions, trying to, like, learn, also, like, engage as well. And it helps with the photographic memory because you always remember certain things. And then you try to, like, get more information and details through it. You have a photographic memory? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. How does that work?
0: I've always imagined. I've, I've watched those shows like Sherlock Holmes yeah. where he's at the beginning of an episode and he picks up, like, a piece of evidence and then he he flashbacks to that later in the episode, and he like can picture it in his
1: mind. Is yeah. that how it works? It it works similar like that, because like right. sometimes I have like so many customers and clients calling and stuff. So what I mostly do is like I remember their face, but I but I always forget the name. So I make it a habit now to just write down everything, so that I don't forget those small details. But it's like remembering like like it's almost like a flashback, like you're getting like from from like Back to the Future kind of style. Like you, like you just remember from here to now, and. You try to like picture everything, so that you don't lose like the sight and vision. And 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 for most things, like it helps like remembering like where to grab like a few items, like parts. Remembering like a different um, neighborhoods, everything from from old friends to like acquaintances. I got. like I just remember it straightforward. Wow, no, that's amazing, man.
0: So you have a system. Uh, yeah. I wish I had a system like that. It always bothers me when I meet somebody. They tell me their name and I'm like, I walk away and I'm like, God damn it. What was their, fucking, what was their name again? You know, yeah. and I just like, oh, it's the worst. So, it you is. Know, uh, I mean, if you can write a book on that, we'd really appreciate that. You know, no how, to, how to have a flashback memory yeah. uh, when, it, when it comes to memorizing things. I'm, I'm pretty good with dates and times, yeah. uh, but names, uh, those kinds of things, those are, those are a little tougher. I'm not even sure how I made it through school, to be honest.
1: Because
0: uh, so I feel like that's all school is nowadays, memory, memorization, eh?
1: It is. It's mostly like memorizing, memorizing, and it's missing the engagement and also learning because, like, if you don't remember those things, you're just, like, you're, like, doomed to fail because, like, if you memorize everything, you need to apply the knowledge. And most people, they memorize it, but then they, they forget their, in their respective fields about, like, what to do and stuff. And you can You, you can be book smart and always street, street smart as well because... You can't have like, because one side will take over. Other side is just like not being worked on or uh, progressed at all.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. People have that book smarts. They don't have this, but they don't have the street smarts. The application is important. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to know how to teach people though, right? Because you take classes, and you can say, well, people in traditional education would say, well, well, you know, the uh, the test is how you apl- apply your knowledge. But how would you? Uh, uh, I know that you have experience in the trades. Yeah. So it's like mandatory when you're going through trade school or when you're learning about cars or or heavy heavy duty mechanics and stuff like that yeah. to like work on it while you're studying the actual theory. But what would you do in other subjects? Like for example, I don't know, uh uh drama or no no drama is no drama's application. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a subject that maybe is like more theory based where you should like be doing some more application, like. It's an interesting thing. So I think the whole
1: education system needs to be reformed. It does need to be reformed because like most of the time it's just pushing kids into like reading, reading, but it's not like applying like the stuff that you learn. Like, let's say, for example, like uh, social studies, it's it's more like reading, reading, but you need to also like learn about like the history of the world, each region of the world and and also like how like, it affects you because most of the time, like kids growing up now, social media is like an addiction and a curse because like they get, Hooked onto it, but they don't know anything from their history. It's just that society has made them to be programmed into like tablets and phones and everything. Without them, like learning how to like enjoy like life outside, go like go ride a bike, socialize, talk to your friends and family, and that's kind of what's mostly missing in this world. Just being hooked onto a device and and uh, it's it's like it's an addiction now. I would argue it's one of the most addictive.
0: Uh, substances in the world and it's it's interesting how it's only 20 years old but it's like the way we primarily learn through things now back in the day like you're saying like we used to go outside we used to have more in-person lessons uh all these things that's why i think like athletics and these kinds of things will stick around because yeah you can learn athletics through a screen but it's extremely hard to learn how to shoot a jumper through uh an iphone right or it's extremely hard to learn how to
1: fight uh do a roundhouse kick through uh through an ipad most, like, most like most definitely because now, like, kids need to be getting to sports and other fields to, like, stay away from, like, like from the dark web and those other social things. Because without, like, sports and, and community activities, like, everybody falls apart. Society falls apart. with Without that balance, like, things are just going to go downhill more. Yeah. No, I agree, man. We need that balance. And uh, we
0: were just talking about, you know, athletics and stuff. Tonight, there's a big uh, match, and I know you're a big UFC guy. So a little background about Yusuf. He's a huge UFC. He's a huge mixed martial arts uh, combat fan. And uh, every time there's been a big fight coming up, he's been the person. He's been the plug. Like, he knows everything about every fighter. uh, And I know
1: that there's a big fight tonight between uh, Jan and Israel. Uh, Who do you got tonight? I got the last Style (laughs) Bender. like winning, but it's not going to be an easy fight because he's moving up to light heavyweight. He's a, he, he was a middleweight champion, so now he's moving up to a new territory, new weight. It'll be, like, an interesting fight, and it's also, like, a way for him to come out being, like, one of the top stars now, like, in all of uh, mix, mix, mixed martial arts. Plus, the, uh, uh, the undercard is pretty good. Like, it's, like, um, three um, title fights. Nunes and... Nunes and Anderson. Yeah. And uh, you got Yan versus... Um, I uh, forget the other gentleman's name, but it, it's all, like, three big title fights, and it's one of the best cards for the year to, like, start. Yeah, it's a great—is st- this the first one of the year? I uh, know this is the first um, big pay-per-view event of the year, but there was a lot of smaller cards, but most of the times I've been busy as well. But for this one, I'll, I'll probably, like, watch it with, like, close family and friends. Uh, But now like with things opening up now, there's going to be like more events happening like Dallas, Texas is opening up Mississippi. So it's going to be a lot of fans are going to be allowed to come to the stadiums, engage and also stay like in the safety um, protocols and everything.
0: Yeah, follow protocols. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. I've heard a lot of things with Corona about how obviously it's very dangerous. It's very real. But it's a question out there about is the danger of. Uh, having people cooped up in their homes and and doing quarantine in perpetuity is that doing more damage than the disease itself right like the the contingencies from it but that's another podcast for another day (laughs) Uh, with regards to the UFC um, what is your favorite division to watch is it is light
1: featherweight or is it heavyweight or is it uh, where do you like to see mostly Mostly it's the light lightweight division now because you got Khabib, Conor, Tony Ferguson you got like a bunch of group of killers in there, so it's always like mix and matches. Like the last big fight was like Dustin Poirier versus M- 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 McGregor. Right. It was like the uh, lightweight division. Like the other biggest fight was like Khabib versus uh, Justin Gaethje. So that that was another big fight as well. So like like all of those top ten fighters are all like they can each of them can lose like a given day. So it's like it's, it's one of the best divisions to keep walk, to to keep an eye on and watch because like they can mix and match with like different killers
0: yeah no i, I agree I, there's a lot of um uh, household names in that division too right you mentioned yep. uh, khabib and uh, mcgregor obviously and all these other guys who is uh coming up that really catches your eye like holy smokes nobody's really
1: talking about this guy but this guy could uh do some damage i would say the the, the biggest one now coming up because before it was like style bender but now it's uh, charles Oliveira. He's a young fighter who, who had, like, almost, like, a nine-fight win streak and has just been climbing up the charts. He beat Tony Ferguson. Now he's, like, in line for Let's Fight Title Shop versus uh, Dustin Poirier. So those two, they're trying to make that fight happen, and it, it's going to be, like, an exp- explosive fight. <laughs> do you like the, the trash-talking before the fights or do you like the actual fights itself as far as, like... Trash-talking is, like, it gets people into their psychology, but most of the time I like to see, like, how they engage we like with each other because, like all the talking you can do, it can't help you fight. Like in the ring, yeah, no, I I agree, and I mean, <clears throat> we're
0: we're talking about a uh, t- uh, Conor McGregor, at least I am when I talk about trash fighting because yep. I think he was the goat. I oh, think yeah. he won fights like Sun Tzu Art of War. Every battle is won before it's fought. Yes, I think of uh, Conor McGregor because there was a few fights in 2015, 2016, when he was just really taking over the UFC world, mixed martial arts world. He would say some stuff. And he'd be like, I'm gonna knock him out in about five seconds or some shit like that. Yeah. And it would actually happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is a little bit eerie, you know? Uh, so he would, I think he
1: just defeated people before he even got in there. So- Psychologically, he would just start talking every day, every day, because you gotta see him on the same press conference tours, same like kind of events. And it's it, like the mind cannot handle it like, so far. Like, if you don't strengthen your mind, you're easily, like, get, get like, um, manipulated and easily used. And that's what McGregor did. You just went to him and just started, like, tearing him apart. Yeah.
0: Or even at the weigh-ins. I love when they're staring each other in the eyes. Yep. And it's just so intense. I'm like, holy shit, who's
1: going to blink first, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, who's going to blink? Who's going like, to, like, who's, like, who's going to draw the first breath? Who's going to, like, who's going to give their mannerisms up? Because, like, it's that way that you see, like, you're staring into the guy's soul, so you, so you want to see like if this guy has it or not. Yeah, Mike Tyson. There was a documentary
0: about him where they do the the stare off in the ring, and Mike said that he knew he won the fight right when he was doing the when he was looking into the guy before the fight started. And they're like the 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 announcer was talking about in the blue corner, in the red corner, and they're staring at each other that moment before the fight. Mike said that he knew he won when the guy's eyes flinched away, or when as soon as the guy's eyes darted away, he knew he won. He beat the guy. Because he he said that his soul wasn't ready for it or Always. some shit like that. Mike Tyson is a super spiritual guy. If you he don't is, yeah. listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with him, he's like very metaphysical, very into the the currents of the world and how the ether and all this. Like he's very very in depth, and it's kind of makes sense with who he is. Like you wouldn't think that he's that kind of way, but yeah, he could probably go teach a philosophy class at oh, most yes. universities
1: right now and I was like so calm and everything and it was funny when I saw him making his comeback as well because he was training and then he looked like a bit heavy but within just like a few months even with the lockdown he was able to lose like weight so fast and he was like I'm just I, I like I had my competitive bug like bit me and he said like I like I had to do it like Raymond's also like a very competitive guy he can he, he can control that side but he also has like the balance zen side where he just like really relaxes even at his uh, other podcasts, like uh, hot, like hot hot boxing. boxing, yeah, yeah, he just like he's like more chills, relaxed, just sh- shoots a blunt,
0: <laughs> relaxes everything. <laughs> yeah, I love when he was talking about. I think it was with on Rogan, and he was talking about. Uh, Rogan was asking him about his preparation, how he gets ready for this fight, and he goes, "Yeah, w- when I start training, uh, I can't be around my family. Yeah. I, I want to kill. <laughs> I can't be around them. Oh yeah, and I'm like, holy shit." Like, that intensity, that's like a going to war mindset. Yeah. It's like
1: that killer <laughs> mindset, like, get out of my way. Like, I'll just defeat the enemy, like, at all costs. Like, you <laughs> know, it's like just focus on the mission and and that's it. Because, like, if you have some people who, who are, like, living beside you who are like, your family as well, like, it, it kind of shuts down that factor. So you become more, like, urbanized and domesticated. You need that inner beast to be active, like, 24-7. Like, when he was training for, like, before three months of the fight, he was on that killer mode. Because you can't have the weakness affect you or else like in the ring, you would just be like muzzled, shut down and defeated.
0: Absolutely, man. I mean, it's uh, any any sign of weakness will bleed through and you'll just get exposed. Um, So that's why they even some people are like, hey, I don't have sex the day before. Like nothing, you know, like just completely ironclad, uh, just uh, in the in the moment focused. Uh, Mike is a boxer. We were talking about light, uh, light like, uh, Connor. I think he's jiu-jitsu, Brazilian, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite kind of fighting style? Is it, like, kickboxing? Like, what do you think is
1: n- – maybe not the best, but, like, what do you like to watch the most? Um, watch the most, mostly now, is just uh, between bo- – uh, I would say more of MMA to boxing, because now, like, there's a lot of big fights coming up. But with boxing now, like, there's a couple of good fights coming up soon, like, for the spring and summer. So – I believe like within boxing there's gonna be like a lot of big fights. Let's say Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury is coming up. Then with, with MMA you got like John Jones coming up for the for the heavyweight crown. So a lot a lot of big fights are coming up soon. So I, I so I like to mix and match. So like one like within one week there's like a big boxing fight, then I, then after like a month there's there's another big MMA fight. Right. So you kinda of pepper it in. Some boxing, some MMA.
0: Yep. Gotcha. No, I'm in, I'm interested in kickboxing. I don't know why. Um, I'm not sure if it, I think it's based on of Thailand or uh, Southeast Asia. Either way, I'm just I'm, I'm fascinated by. It. I think it's a it's a it's a cool way to do it. I, I want to learn how to kick. So maybe yeah. you can give me a few references for some people in town who. No could. worries.
1: They'll they'll train your knees and shins into like weapons because Muay Thai, and also also kick with the kickboxing. You get more flexible. You get like more uh, like power. You learn more about like how to do, use your legs for like kicking control balance and everything and it's very like very like uh tough training but but it's very fun like i know a few people who do like one hour like each class helps them with the cardio everything like why do us because using all your motions like your hips your wrist your you're like moving side to side you're like learning how to like control your breathing towards angling and it's and it's fun as well like for 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 mixed martial arts or learning any any martial arts is always like about discipline it can like it, it controls like your way of life your balance your dedication and it also helps you to get more open with life seeing like what are your good influences which are your bad influences because a lot of mixed martial arts people are like very like nice people they know how to like control themselves they they they're more community and family oriented based and they and he, and he also helped them from like years ago, of like bullying and also have to give them more courage, more, more like more self-confidence as well. And, and it's a blessing as well to like, to like learn those forms of art. It
0: sounds like a lifestyle almost. It sounds like oh, it's, yes. uh, it's teaching you a lot of life lessons. Um, I think a lot of people might sign up for self-defense or to get into shape, but then they learn all these, uh, to get all these great values about, um, being a successful uh citizen uh, family member even maybe in business who knows but uh that's
1: see that's something about the sport you wouldn't really think about on the surface right yep not a lot of people think 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 about it because they, they only just see the nuances on the outside not within the inside and and sometimes what they say is like don't judge a book by its cover like see like see how the art performs and then you'll get more addicted to it and that's what the so much of a global fan base from Asia to Africa to like worldwide. It just like, it's one of the fastest rising sports and also fastest rising way to like put your kids in without like having any uh, concussions or any serious uh, injuries. And it also is like cost effective. It's not like, oh, yeah. it's not expensive as hockey or other uh, sports as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, soccer or football, as they say in Europe and UFC, I mean, what is the overhead? You have your fist, your shins, your knees, and then in football, you just need a ball. I exactly. mean, that's it. That's why these sports are just going to take over. Even basketball, you need to put up a hoop, so you know yeah. that's you got to figure that out. But yeah. uh, that's uh, <laughs> with, uh, but yeah, I mean these these sports are going to go around the world, and they teach you a lot of values. Uh, when, when you're learning, when you're talking about values, talking about uh, the things you can learn about, uh, you know, becoming a better person, in society, all these things. I like to think about. When I when I think about Yusuf, I think about man. This guy's really focused on uh, becoming successful, uh, doing it big. Big dreamer, big thinker. Uh, always talking about investments. Always talking about books. Always talking about resources. Man, can you talk a little, talk to us a little bit about where that came from? That hustle, that ambition. Because uh, that's uh, that's a very interesting part of you. I think that uh, maybe many people don't really uh, think too much about, but is it's there? It's like it's obvious
1: yeah I, I actually got it through one of my close friends uh they've been doing like different kind of uh business startups and everything so in my head i'm like i just don't want to work for someone forever i just want to build something on my own with, with with my name on it so i just started like doing like a couple of few things like fixing vehicles i uh, learning it through like one of my close mentors jacob the ramsey so i've been learning through them they like they're my big brother so they taught me like a lot of different things and then also kind of like learning different kind of fields and also investments but it's also doing it the right way as a team as well because without without a team and without like connections you're just uh you're just gonna burn out you just have to like work together as a team and for me it's just uh, just uh, making like a like a network like having like different kind of people in their own industries but also like helping each other hand in hand and also building your brand and name up because for this year i last year when i met my close friend Nagoni through Hakim, we started doing like a couple of like a, a real estate investings trying to learn the market and we did our first deal like in december and this year we're just planning to do great things as well so i'm just also doing the course as well to get certified and also trying to get to the next level like as a team and getting your name out there and just it's the right time right now because with Corona, like there's no excuses. Like things are shut down, but you need to learn like different aspects, as like aspects of industry. This is the best time when things get better. Like for innovation-wise thinking, like what can I do to help with the next uh, pandemic or like any like any kind of service industry that I can bring. There's a lot of growth and changes happening. So the best thing is when you have all this free time, start like asking questions. Start like asking different peers. I can industry be like a thinker and be like a sponge like absorbing knowledge because without knowledge you're just you're doomed to fail
0: couldn't agree with you more man i mean it's uh when you said networking and uh, making connections man you are the you are the kingpin of that man holy smokes i don't think (laughs) i don't meet many people who haven't heard of you or don't know about you um and i mean this is gonna be uh this is gonna be the show is gonna like even do uh show the world who you really are and I think it's really cool but the coolest thing about you is you're always looking to improve yourself but you know that you don't have all the answers so like you said you make these connections and sometimes it's in industries that have nothing to do with yours Mm -hmm. but I think that you see the big picture that like one day everything will kind of line up and maybe you'll need a person who's in pharmaceuticals or maybe you'll need a person who's in the yoga industry or do you know what I mean and uh, having this relationship and this network man it's uh, it's your net worth, right? I think that's yeah. one of the oldest cliches out there. Your it net is. worth is your net worth. Ne- network is your net worth.
1: Yeah, most definitely, because with with the networks and the connections you build, like it'll help you like so much. Because like one person has the industry for this answer, and then you also can help them when 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 they need uh, some some help from like your in so your industry. So it's like a trade, vice versa, and it, and it like it'll show like them the amount of. Time and effort you put in, it will all pay back soon. It's just about like one thing is about executing, balancing, and controlling your time. Because the time is the most important thing. You don't want to waste time with less motivated people, less people who are like, like, like just like who are just like down, like down and negative. Because like it'll just also affect your mood as well. You just, you just have to familiar, you kind of familiarize yourself, and 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 see like what is the best option, the best solution. But for, for this individual, are they going to help me or are they going to help themselves? And it's also like, you got to be self-sacrifice, like, sac- like sacrifice, like going on trips, sacrifice like your time, just like wasting time, just like chilling and not doing anything. So like you have to put in the long hours to like succeed. Some people may not understand it. Some will understand as well, because without without sacrifice. There's nothing possible.
0: Bro, you guys are listening to a guy who prioritizes his time better than anybody I've ever met. I'll get Snapchats from this guy at 4 o'clock in the morning at the gym. I'm like, bro. And yeah. then it's like five <laughs> hours later, I wake up. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like already done uh, an hour of work, an hour of cardio, three hours of work. And now he's having his like morning coffee or whatever he's doing. And I'm like, holy smokes, man. Like uh, every time I get a message from Yusuf, I just get motivated because I'm like, man, I got to – He's such a good example of that work ethic where he's like, yeah, I have two, three hours to make connections with people and to to read up on the market or read up on this startup or this and that uh, because I put the time in in the morning. You know, he might look tired sometimes, but damn it, he's doing the work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: that uh, That 4 a.m., do you still do that? I still do it. Uh, I took like two days off from the gym and especially today, but I'm going to go back in tomorrow because like within the first week when things opened up, it was much more harder to get like uh, back in the groove. But now I'm just gonna fix up my my routine because I'll do between 4.30, because you you have 4.30 to like 6 a.m. to work out within like um, with the gyms now. So like, so each appointment by by one hour and a half. So you have to like look at your schedule for your day and then see what is the best time. And for me, like I'm a morning person. So I like to start my mornings early. When you have your workout in, you feel like much more alive, much more energy. Release all your stress and things that were that were like holding you and you feel much better because you work out it, like it's a lifestyle you have to program within your lifestyle so that it's like it's on your first thing because every morning i have my bag ready and shakes and everything and then i just go finish up like that an hour and a half come back shower get ready do like intimate fasting and then eat during like the afternoon and then while like while like while i'm working I feel like much more alive because I'm, I'm able to like um, control like my, my, my metabolism. And also one thing I stopped was like snacking as well. Cause if you're snacking between, oh, yeah. you're just getting more weight as well, but small meals, just having a balanced schedule. Even if you have to write down things, it's like, it's the best thing to be honest. And then also staying punctual and working through it. Cause I was not that punctual before. I would just keep forgetting, forgetting, but if you like, you keep people updated and and throughout that process, everything will work out smoothly. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I've been very
0: impressed with your organizational skills and your ability to um, have energy to do all this stuff, man. You're running a business here. We'll talk about that in a bit. You know, you're, uh, you know, you're working out, you're making these connections, you're learning about real estate, Um, you know,
1: to that learning part, there's a show you always reference called Earn Your Leisure. Yes. you talk to us a little bit about that? As one show I was just watching, like, a year ago just on YouTube. It was, like, two guys just had a podcast similar to Akeem <laughs> just talking about finance, fi- like, um, g- getting connected with, like, business-minded people, helping, like, young, rising entrepreneurs reaching that step. So with that show, it was, like, that's the only show, like, I just downloaded from Spotify and just, like, listening to it. Same thing with um Real Estate Now. Like, I just listened to one uh, Andrew Hines podcast. He has, like, different kind of like-minded in, in investors in Canada just learning for them how like like how they started as well. so like every day for me is like just getting the right information and uh, just like learning through it because like if I'm going like long trips picking up a vehicle or like doing dropouts I just I just have my bluetooth headphones just listen to more information just learning through it and doing like after hours work I would just be like studying trying to like uh, prepare for the final exam to be like a certified realtor. So for me, like, I'm transitioning more from, like, fixing-wise to the selling and community-wise, just trying to, like, invest, to trying to get to the next level because right now is the best time to do it. And also the most important thing is, like, getting to know, like, the, res- the respective players, like, in the industry, like, working together, showing your value, showing, like, you're committed, being punctual, always asking questions and seeing, like, uh, what kind of person you're doing Business with because like there's a lot of people you can do it with, but it must be like honesty in in integrity and character as well, and and also doing it the right way because some people can do it, like the shortcut way and fail, but if you do it the right way, you have more referrals and 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 honesty is key because always come back to you
0: trusting your word. Yeah, integrity, man. Integrity is huge when it comes to uh, your word is your bond, and uh, it's amazing you can you can uh, have this whole mindset. And it comes; it starts with that education, you know. Yes. You're traveling, you turn your car into a traveling university, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you're able to think this. Uh, you're you're able to think right about the market and how do I engage with people and how do I make moves. I mean, it's uh, it's incredibly impressive. Um, like the amount of education you put into yourself, and uh, you get out of it what you put into it, right? Yes. And the it in this situation is Yusuf. So yeah. good on you for doing that, my man. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, congrats for investing into yourself and when you think about i would just think about what you just said with like uh learning about different parts of the market how people move how people operate and you're trying to get away not get away but you're trying to you know maybe reallocate some more of your time into uh not just doing the work on the cars but then also maybe the distribution of the cars and uh maybe doing some more stuff with real estate and selling and homes and investments and buying and building up the community so do you want to just own the whole city, or like what's going on with that?
1: No, no, it's just uh, just, just <laughs> not not own the city, like um, not not like Bruce Wayne yet, but just you know having like a, a like like a brand established that they know who you are, because mm-hmm. that's the best way that I see with potential growth. Even with Corona right now, I was talking to a couple of commercial uh folks, they were just like they have like commercial properties, but the problem was like with uh like with, with like actual uh tenants, they weren't able to like afford. Their, um, let's say for example like a restaurant or like a small little boutique most people now are doing it online like even now like for the automotive in industry for selling you can have like a small location and just like work on like like a couple of deals for like funding and trying to get more good vehicles for like customers because now most albertans don't want like a truck suv small compact cars for them it's difficult because like you're you're running to like snow Spring, summer, and the fall. So like it's a four season cycle, and for me, it's not like mostly owing. It's just having like a brand established that people know that you can go to this guy. He'll he'll take care of you. He'll trust you, and and it's just trying to change how ways, kind of ways have... kind of in a way like how things have been run before. Because now, things were like very secretive, but now like things are more open. So like you give people more like a option of what they know, because you don't you don't have to like say like small little things to like get them in you like you show them that you have the best deal you, you have to always sell them sell, sell yourself to them so that you can close the deal and you have and you always got to be aggressive do not be timid or shy because like yeah. for me I was timid or shy back then But now I realize that you have to be aggressive, assertive, assertive, and like always fight for yourself. Like as an entrepreneur, as someone who's rising as well, you always have to value yourself. Never like devalue yourself. Like you got to show it to people like, Hey, like your time is valuable. Like you, like you can help them, but they feel like they're not like trying to like take advantage of you or trying to like ask for like handouts, tell them, Hey, like, my time is valuable. Like I like you. You just gotta make it to like short, simple answers and direct. You can't just like baby them because the longer you baby them, they see that as a perceived weakness, and they'll just uh, and they'll latch onto that one thing that you give to them, and and they'll try to like. Take advantage of you. Well, yeah. If you try to string people along because you're trying to be nice, I mean, nobody
0: likes that. Because if you just end up wasting their time, anyways, at the end of the day, yes, who did you really help? You really, you wasted everyone's time. So it's better to be upfront, be honest, be straight to the point, uh, no bullshit. And I think that's part of your brand, right? Like, I think that's why people mess with, like, you know, fuck with you because like you're just super direct and to the point. And like you're like, hey, I can't, uh, you know, I'm not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste my time. Let's try to help each other out. So yes. uh, like, talk a little bit more about the brand. I mentioned earlier before, it's Transyl Motors TSM. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're the founder of that, and uh, we'll talk about, we can put the link for the Instagram at the in the show notes.
1: But like, what, what is that, uh, what is the brand? What is the company? What are you trying to do with that? Mostly now um, I transition mostly into wholesaling and uh, selling vehicles to, to like customers. And also like now we're working on uh, selling to like to a Dubai customer as well. Like he's been asking us for like a couple of months now, trying to like, send vehicle uh, certain vehicles of fleets to like for them cause they have a big market over there for the brand is mostly like a uh, service, 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 and also getting the best deal for the customers. Most of the time we also do like uh, mechanical repairs through like our uh, sister company, uh, Southside. And we try to push like clientele for like, also like, if they have any problems, they can come here. We will take care of the servicing needs. Cause most of the time, there's like horror shows about like mechanicals and other customers. And for us, we try to improve on like getting the best deal for the customer and to show them that we're like different than the bigger companies and the bigger dealerships to say, for example, like for them, they're all about like just the bottom end Yeah. for customers. Like they always feel like they, they have no other choice for us. We try to be like more direct, show them like that. We like, we care for them. And we like, we have their best intentions at hand. And for us now we've, we, 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 move towards more vehicle wholesaling and, and, uh, towards, uh, in international shipping as well. Holy sh so in, uh,
0: importing, uh, exporting, um, very petite, uh, very, uh, very service oriented, yep. uh, car dealership where, uh, you know, there's no salespeople here. It's just, the me- it's, it's the mechanics, the people who work on the cars, which to be honest, if you were going to go into a dealership, wouldn't you want to know, wouldn't you want to buy the car or sell the car to the person who knows the inside of the car, what's going on, its guts? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's like, it's like uh, you're talking to a person who knows the ins and outs of the car, how it works. So I think that that's why, you know, your knowledge about the vehicles is so important because uh, you, you're going to know what people should not do with a vehicle, for example, or what they shouldn't. Like, you know, maybe they should keep it or maybe they should sell it or uh, yeah. they, they hand it over to you, you. You brush it up a little bit. I mean, you have a very, very uh, 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 specific niche within this market that uh, people,
1: people really, quite frankly, can't do without. Uh, oh, yes. Most definitely now, like, uh, anyone can open, like, a mechanic shop and, like, do it. But it's, like, mostly about knowing, like, having the right people, the right team and also, like, ec- e- executing that goal. And most of the time, we try to keep everything in-house, trying to teach people, like, what to do, uh, and also show them, like, how their parts are and how their vehicle is running. Because most of the time, most people don't know anything. This one girl told me, like, her, her cars are making, like, a humming-like sound. She was saying, engine, I was like, no, it's, like, your belt. Because, like, she didn't know anything. Just sending a video <laughs> through Snap and saying, like, you know, this and stuff. I'm like, just send me, like, your... Uh, details. And then I, I, was, I was, I was able to tell her like, this is the main problem. This is not, if you went to like a bigger place they to just charge you like first, like a service fee to put the car in without like knowing. Yeah. It. Yeah. It gets a little bit greasier when you get to the bigger
0: guys, right? Where yeah. it's like, yeah, like you said, they're, they care about the bottom line. Uh, yeah. You want a half hour appointment? Sure. It's like 300 bucks. It's like, yeah. okay, sure. Remember back in the day I had to take my car in cause my door handle broke and the guy, he, he, he put the, the door handle back on, but to even check it out, he charged me like 50 bucks. And then it was like $300 for the door handle. All they had to do was take it off, take it off and then yeah. put a new one on. Yep. So, I mean, there's there's something to be said for being honest with what you do. But, I mean, uh, I think that, you know, if you can have a boutique shop like you guys have here, uh, you, you do the right thing. I mean, that's why you're growing, right? Because uh, it just seems like uh, you're really putting the customer first and you're focused on education Yes. Uh, and uh, people learning. So, because if you have an educated market. Uh, you're just—it's gonna make the
1: business easier, right? Most definitely, because now people are more, more like knowledgeable. They know what they're thinking, but it's also like, in, like in a good way, so that most most people don't call. Oh, my engine light is on, or this old thing is on. But if you teach them more like about the basics of the vehicle, then for the small things they they can take care of themselves. But if it's it was a bigger problem, then they know who to call, book in, and and uh, have like the correct. Uh, service advice because we don't sugarcoat anything because like most customers you have to tell them directly what's wrong with the vehicle and it's also like a safety thing too because you want to make sure that they uh drive carefully and also don't have like a lagging issue as well yeah and listen uh, your service it speaks for
0: itself because i've heard stories from you and just from uh people in your circles about people who come all the way from uh, Banff or in that neighborhood or Southern Alberta for yep. a day just to come and deal with you because they know that you're a man of your word and you do a good job and you're focused on education like you're talking about. So uh, adjacent to TSM and what you're doing with uh, the business here, uh, let's say just in the general business world, because like I said before, yep. you're interested in a lot of subjects. Yep. You have a lot of interests. Uh, if you could run any business in the world, yep. you know I know you love what you're doing now, yep. You know investing, uh, the, the real estate market, uh vehicles dealerships all these things you're involved with now but let's say you can wake up tomorrow and run anything any company or be in any industry what is kind of what is kind of an itch you'd like to scratch
1: uh mostly uh kind of itch to scratch is mostly like brokerage like brokering deals and getting your name out there that's mostly what i'm kind of thinking as well from like brokering like land deals or home deals towards car deals that's like something now i'm, I'm going to dabble on to the future because that kind of industry is like always kind of intrigued me as well because you learn like different players your your name grows your brand grows and they know who to call to like get the best deal
0: yeah okay so like land deals it's almost like a developer exactly okay i might know a little bit about that yep uh but uh, no that's pretty cool man no i, I mean i thought you would have said like technology or silicon valley but no i could definitely see you scratching your teeth and uh, doing deals and um, because your network is so huge. I mean that would just make a lot of sense. Yep, so no Okay, cool. Uh, we were talking about um, you said you're not Bruce Wayne quite yet Yeah. Uh, you know neither am I I mean, I'm everyone knows I'm Batman But yeah. during the day I'm getting <laughs> yeah. I'm getting there to be Bruce Wayne yeah. so It's actually easier believe it or not to be Batman than it is to be Bruce Wayne oh, yeah. Batman all you need is a cape and just to jump on a building right beat up yeah. some bad guys but well, Bruce Wayne he's yeah. got an empire to run. You oh, know, yeah,
1: he, he's got a few Lambos it's about, like, controlling those two, like, uh, different pers- different personalities, from, like, justice to, like, that playboy lifestyle. Playboy <laughs> lifestyle,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So while we're out here trying to be Bruce Wayne, let's talk about Batman for a minute. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I appreciate about Yusuf the most is he uh, fosters my love for uh, DC and comics and Batman and stuff. He's always sending me uh, updates about, like, the newest movies coming out. And uh, I just wanted to get your uh, thoughts on the current state of DC uh, when it comes to, like, where they're at maybe the DC universe um and then also your favorite uh character within the DC universe and maybe your favorite movie three questions there but
1: just attack uh, whichever one you want uh the current DC market for like live movies like it's been ab- abysmal but now like it's getting a bit better with hope cuz now we see uh Zack S- Zack Snyder's a uh, Justice League but for me it's like when they keep remaking the Batman movies, it just it just gets too much, to be honest. Cause like the, the more animation side is doing better than the live action. Because like the best one I would say was the original Batman and also the Christian Bell like series. That one was like cool. more older and darker Batman and Bruce Wayne. But now like uh, the more you try to like change it. The more like, you know, you don't want to oversaturate the model. But with DC, they have a lot to catch on because, like, they started very late towards, like, Marvel had, like, a 10-year project plan. If kind of uh, DC followed that same kind of mindset, it would have just done, like, wonders for it. But it's also not like they're just racing now to adapt to the Disney and, Mar- and Marvel mindset because for them, they had a brand strategy and they executed it, like, the, the right way. DC now is just, like, too many... Small projects. There's not like a can like a continuity, that's connecting like each film, but like Hakim said, like the uh animation Batman's are doing good towards towards now. Like I'm giving some hope towards like the new the new Batman coming because this one's like a more younger darker version, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Man, you
0: said something there. Plan. How yeah. come it's so hard for Warner Brothers and DC to get a plan in place? I mean, how. You're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on each movie. Yep <laughs> would it would it hurt somebody ten years ago to sit down and be like, hey, if over the next ten years we're gonna spend about a billion and change, a billion, okay, that's nine zeros. The B. <laughs> Can we just like maybe chart out uh, an arc for the series to build a cinematic universe? Because I feel like they were just like you said, independent silos building these films, and you have you know one superhero, one Superman movie. Then Batman magically appears for Superman versus Batman. Yep. Then you have a Shazam and a Wonder Woman. Yep. And then you smash them all together and an Aquaman. And then you smash them all together and they're kind of just like independent. Like they don't really have any connections really to speak of. And then you say, okay, we'll just make a Justice League movie because Marvel made uh, the Avengers. Yep. And you think it's going to work? Fuck. I'm like, I was so pissed because there's so much – the the. The intellectual property, the IP for DC is, I think, as good, if not better, than Marvel's. Marvel's just had a plan for it. Yes. Yeah. You know, hey, we're going to invest a billion dollars. If I gave Yusuf a billion dollars with all the connections and all the things he knows about business, I think the first thing he would do before he starts buying stuff and making deals is make a plan for the next 10 years.
1: Most definitely. because now <laughs> Without a plan, you're doomed to fail because if you're jumping around, because before back then, I was a lot of, like I was jumping around. I didn't have like anything set up. But if you have a plan that's set up, you're easily can control like your scheduling wise. And with DC, it's just, it's just that they were just busting out so many movies trying to say like, let's just oversaturate the market. But people are not dumb. Like your, your, your consumers are not dumb. Like they've seen Marvel's like TV shows. They've seen like, for example, like Daredevil like, on Netflix. Like that's one of the best TV shows to like ever were, yeah. ever like transcend and now like there's so much uh, other tv shows like the falcon and the winter soldier there's other like WandaVision yeah. vision that now people now are just like seeing that wow like marvel's marvel's stepping up their game dc now is like trying to like rush 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 but i have hope with the Zack snyder cut within the next two weeks that 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 year-long wait it'll be it'll be worth it because like in 2017 he had to like rush to get that film done but now he had like time to like learn from his mistakes and I hope we get like a good film. <laughs> did they like reshoot that one? How would that work? Or was they, they did like-, like a lot of reshoots. Okay. Uh, but they added like a new characters like dark side's going to be shown. There's going to be other uh league league like kind of league league members being shown like other like storylines cuz with just league and batman versus superman it's like a story which was just rushed like you know mm-hmm. there's like scenes from like each kind of film but it didn't make sense. It was like more action more like uh more like Confusion, and that's what pissed off like a lot of people. Like <laughs> hardcore fans were going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
0: bro. I mean, we know the source material. Why you fucking with us? You know what I mean? Like, can you yes. please uh, get some uh, consistency here? But uh, no, I appreciate uh, you. Used me some Batman movies, uh, especially like we were saying, uh, the cartoon, the cinematic universe within the cartoon they're building, or not the, the 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 animated series. I mean, they got some good stuff. Like I like Batman Ninja. I like uh, Year One. Like uh, even the ones where they do the whole Justice League in there, yep. it's uh, good stuff. So, uh, but yeah, we're talking about movies and uh, cinematic universe. Uh, we were
1: talking about fighting earlier. What's your favorite boxing movie or fighting movie? A fighting movie, I would say, is one of the, one of the greatest one of the best one was uh, Raging Bull. Talks about like how oh, a fighter comes from like like from like from the poor from the slums to like making into the big time then like crashing and falling and rising up to build up his name and brand and and as and it's a true story as well from like but back in those days when it were like you were fighting to like make a living fighting to get your name out there and you know that uh, your fists all, would like be the ones only doing the talking <laughs> yeah mean streets
0: no 100 percent. robert de niro right yes yeah martin scorsese uh one of the great filmmakers. Yeah, one of the of those great, great filmmakers, movie. man. Still doing it. He yeah. just came out with a movie called The Irishman. It's pretty oh, good. yeah. So it's a marathon. It's a, strap yourself in for a three-hour jaunt, but yeah. uh, still very good stuff. Good with the mobsters, good with the fights. Uh, you know, you think about Robert De Niro, I don't really think of him as too much of an athlete, but he, is, he can get himself into shape when yeah, he needs to for a role. Uh, we were talking about athletes earlier. Who are your uh, top three or your favorite athletes
1: of all time in any I'll sport? I will say um, Muhammad Ali, LeBron James. And I'll say Floyd Mayweather, like all winners in mindsets, all like did history within their own things, and also each, each, each person sacrificed like everything, like their their childhood. They sacrificed like everything to reach to the top because they saw the ultimate gold up in the mountain to be like to be like to be like the top dog. You have to have that ruthless mindset. You gotta have that willpower to reach up there, like. One of the best motivation people is a uh, former ex uh, Navy and uh, Navy SEALs, uh, uh, David Hoggs. Yeah. So, like, if you want it, you take it. You know, you gotta you gotta train the mind to want to want that to to want that hunger. Like, you yeah. you gotta show every single person that if you wanna do it, you it's gotta be on you. Like, self 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 accountability and also self self discipline. If you have those under lockdown, no one can like beat you. Yeah, no, I love
0: that man. I mean, uh if you want it, you gotta go take it, man. I mean this is uh it's it's simple stuff and you knock on the door, it will open. Uh I like I like to think that this stuff is obvious and it's common sense, but it's uh it's stuff you need to hear every single day. Hopefully every podcast is talking about it in some way, shape, or form because everyone wants something at the end of the day. Everyone's trying to figure something out, everyone's trying to accomplish. So you might as well uh, re-engineer your brain, so this becomes uh, just uh, second nature. Because I think a lot of us have limiting beliefs. For yes. example, I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm not good at math." Based on what? You know, it was it was completely arbitrary. But uh, you know, we have to just know that we can do it. Take it, and uh, if you think it's yours, just go out and work for it. Um, yeah. I
1: seize the crown, seize the moment,
0: everything. Seize <laughs> the crown. One of your guys was King James, that makes sense, yeah. eh? The, the crown, heavy is the head yeah. that wears the wears the throne, wears the crown. Most definitely. So uh, just kind of going into the last phase here, we're going to play a game here that every guest on the Keem's Dream Show plays. Yep. Okay? It's called Ten Words, and it's a word association game where I'm going to say a word, and I want you to say the first word or phrase. You can elaborate on it if you want. First thing that comes to mind when I say one of these words. Okay. You ready to play? Yep. Are you nervous? Uh Okay. No, I know. Yusuf doesn't get uh, nervous for anything, man. He's a, uh, you know, he's a boring <laughs> chap, man. He's ready for this. You know what I'm saying? He eats this for breakfast. He's got to go and shoot it. He's got to shoot
1: your shot, right? Okay. First word is uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. I would say um, that TV show un, un, uninterrupted talks about like life, everything, like no, like, like no filter. <laughs> No filter. Yep. I, I said that word because um, Yusuf uh,
0: always sends me these clips of uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp arguing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. Skip Bayless is the ultimate contrarian. And he's always just, like, dogging Shannon, like, about the stupidest stuff. Like, yeah. And uh, Shannon will say something. and uh, No, Skip will say something. And Shannon will be like, Skip. Skip, 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 skip. skip. <laughs> but,
1: oh man, it's just jokes. It's one of the best shows, like in the morning, to watch.
0: Yeah, it's one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, they do a good job, trolling on there. Okay, word number two is Cowboys. Oh, Dallas Cowboys, right there. <laughs> Big D, <laughs> Big D. Yeah. All right, all right. They don't play much defense these days, but yeah, you know, no. they're pretty good.
1: Okay, number word number three is Tesla. Tesla. Elon Musk is the modern day Tony Stark. I tell people. Like the way he thinks, the way he's programming. I love like about two years ago when we were smoking weed and the Joe Rogan podcast, how yeah. like how people were panicking, but I'm like, yo, with with, with 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 geniuses they need to think outside the box. They don't think in your normal <laughs> parameters. So for him, I always tell my friends and and any other people, he's the modern day life version of Tony Stark. The guy is like thinking of other innovations to like reach for the world, betterment of humankind, betterment of like Communicating as well. Yeah, he's going to Mars. I mean, we're talking about
0: the, you know, goals and goal setting. You think about a guy who's like, I'm going to go to Mars. You know, to me, he's the modern day JFK. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you think about John F. Kennedy, what he say? he said, I promise you by the end of the decade, we will go to Mars. Yep. Or something like that. Yeah. He and has then Elon's Christmas. like, let's go to Mars. Uh, not Mars. No, JFK was saying, let's go to the moon. The moon. Yeah. The moon. Yeah. So I screwed that up. But uh, yeah, JFK was saying the moon. Elon saying Mars. He kind of looks like JFK a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, but- <laughs> we never know conspiracy theories. Hey, let's <laughs> see. Okay, yeah. we'll do another episode about conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of uh, rabbit holes there. Yeah. But uh,
1: okay, word number four is Stephen A. He's like one of the best hardworking men on television. Like from jumping to shows to like events. The brothers are not the highest paid sportscaster in uh, ESPN and he earned it from like from being like a columnist and a big reporter to now like being one of the top stars on of all TV and he built his name brand off of one thing talking 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 and and getting his name out there and 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 also showing that he's very knowledgeable and hungry as well because he came from like nothing in Queens worked his all the way up to be w- w- one of the most top guys in all of uh sporting sports media from his connections to like owners players to like building like a brotherhood as well and and the sky's the limit that's one of my guys as well like that motivates me as well because with him the amount of hours he puts I'm like I'm yeah. not doing as much to <laughs> which is a lot coming from you because you put a lot of hours
0: in so he must be doing the most yeah. uh, word number five is McGregor
1: McGregor and from the one thing is from his way he brands himself to like the way he fights he he built from nothing being like in a small two-bedroom apartment to like being like a multimillionaire. just like talking believing believing in himself and having absolute self self-confidence that he can do it he can beat anyone and he deserves to be top gun because he changed how like people brand themselves and how to like how to make money he talked himself into a fight with me with mayweather he, he talked himself into like different kind of uh business ventures from like proper whiskey proper 12 to building his like clothing brand to building his brand as well being like a uh, irish rebel a lot of people like love that like that that like no like to like that middle that finger to the establishment yeah yeah, no, he's uh, he's a role model for me as far as far
0: as branding goes, and the way he talks and uh, his belief, self belief is huge.
1: Yes. Uh, number six is invest. You know, investment's the most important thing. Like, I wish I was a bit younger that I focused more on it because like there was a lot of uh, distractions. But the most important thing now, what I'm doing now, mostly for this year is like investing in real estate. Also, like in like invest within yourself so that you're. So that you educate yourself, you know everything, and and also like build like good good networking connections, have good strong family friends, so that they help you, they motivate you, and you know, sky's the limit. But you always gotta in like invest within within yourself first, and then the growth and the sacrifice will show within the long hours that you put in. Love that man, Marvel number seven. Oh, Marvel. Marvel uh, and with Marvel right now, I'd say uh, I'm waiting for the new uh Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier TV show. So let's see if if, if Captain America comes back. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez, I thought he died in the last one. Yeah. But uh, okay, number eight, Instagram, Instagram. It's a blessing and a curse. It's a good way to like promote yourself. But it's also, like, it's got, like, it's uh, thirst trap. So, for me, I, for me, I try to, like, stay away from it. <laughs> I try to stay, like, more in, in the business side. Because, like, it's a great marketing tool to have. But it's also a blessing and a curse <laughs> as well. Oh, man. That's facts. Yeah.
0: I feel like it, there's a mon- – the, the 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 Instagram monopoly is, like, booty pics and uh, TikTokers or, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know. Forex uh, like
1: traders. Too much sugar troll. Oh, yeah, Forex traders. Don't <laughs> about that. <laughs>
0: Okay, hey, number nine is uh, pizza. Oh, pizza!
1: The last time I think I had pizza was on the BC trip, but it was like one one of the best ones. Uh, pizza Unlimited It's on um, one of my friends Abdullah uh, Khan. Best wings and pizza sauce in the city, I would say. Pizza Unlimited, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: is that okay? If you think
0: it's the best in the city, I might have to give it a go- yeah. give it a go. Hey, why not? <laughs> I'll get you a box. What kind of pizza would you
1: recommend? Oh. Uh, pepperoni- uh, they have meat lovers and donor pizza, and then also the uh, barbecue chicken one, really good. Oh, uh,
0: number ten. It's kind of vague, but number ten
1: is city. City. Uh, I haven't gone to to the six, like you know, because now like we're like in Edmonton. I see within our goals like making here like the actual urban six, like the I would say the more uh, conspicuous Conservative six here, yeah. like there's there's a big opportunity here to like making it to a um, metropolitan city, and with the evidence in downtown, is like give it like the next ten years, big changes are coming, and you got to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. Edmonton's going to be the Toronto of the West, and
0: uh, we're building that foundation now. And I think that you and I were in the right place, right time to uh, kind of lay the groundwork so that we can really become Bruce Wayne here in 10 years. Yeah. Oh yeah, most so. definitely like <laughs> a Team Havak like is like big mansion, <laughs> underground cave, just go. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll bring you over a lot, man, don't worry. Uh, so uh, just kind part of parting, uh, you know, uh, winding down here, do you have any words or uh, do you have any requests to the
1: audience or final parting words? I would say like if anyone needs uh, any automotive help to like, or any questions, feel free to reach me on my Facebook, Yusuf Hussein. On Instagram, you can reach me at King Yusuf or shoot me a message or or, or, or like any DMs that you have any questions or anything. And like I said before, it's just about building partnerships, um, working on yourself so that people like see you for who yourself and always carrying yourself with the most honesty and uh, integrity. Absolutely, man. I really
0: respect that about you. And yeah, please do hit him up if you have any of those uh, inquiries or if you just want to chat with him about life, business, all that stuff. He's just uh, he's a great ear and he's a great uh, source, uh, source of knowledge. So uh, we'll put uh, all your information, your Instagram, all that stuff in the show notes. Yep. Uh, but Yusuf, thank you very much for your time. And I'm looking forward to having you on again someday. Thank you, Akeem. I really appreciate it, brother. <laughs> of course. And for everyone else who uh, listened, thank you for turning it into another episode of Akeem Dream Show. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.